0: You're muted. You're on mute. Welcome to a new edition of the sports. Skyline Junkies. Show. Our fearful leader doesn't want to use his very white voice or something.
1: Come on, baby. Love is in the air.
2: Okay. Can, 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 can y'all hear me? Now we can. Okay. Very good. You can do it. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Sunday Rides. Thank you for starting your Sunday morning with us. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, sitting in with the midnight rider, the boss, BJ, bringing you the shenanigans and the best side of sports on the East Coast. First and foremost, how y'all fellas doing this morning?
0: I'm doing anyway. good, man. Excellent.
2: Well, I want to talk about something this morning. And I think this is probably really rough for y'all, but I say we talk about it. Greatest MVP race of all time. Uh, 1960- no, I'm just playing. I just playing. I just, I just playing. I just playing. I just playing. I just playing. I just play. So we're going to get this started right. We got a question right out the gate. With all the talk of Washington moving to back to D.C., RFK being a viable site, is RFK really a viable site or is it just a pipe dream? I'll throw it over to the boss, BJ, first, then the midnight ride. And then of course, you already know my stance, so I'll finish it up.
1: I'm gonna play both sides. I think it's I think it's a little bit of both because the question itself is kind of ridiculous because the site has already proved they can hold and host football. Um, of course, it's outdated, needs to be redone. What doesn't? I mean, FedEx is at that point now. It needs It's outdated, need to be redone. But I think you know, of course, you know you. Transportation-wise, you can't beat the subway you're sitting right, you know, a couple blocks away from the stadium. Um, and it's going to get redone anyway. We're, we're not talking about a a revamp like they did for the Nationals some years back. We're talking about tearing it, tearing it down, having a nice big ceremony, tearing it down, rebuilding it. Um, you know, the parking, you, you're talking about, you. I don't think you'll ever see that level of parking again from another stadium, past you know, past the the when was that built? The sixties. Yeah, you're, you just just if you're from the area, you know how many parking lots <laughs> there are at RFK how big they are. I don't think you'll ever see anything like that again. So, you know, whoever redoes the site, you know, you just got to figure out. Like, like I said, we hold, hosting football is not the question at all. It, you can do that. And people will gladly come back to that. I think you have to worry about the D.C. transplants now in that neighborhood not wanting that stadium. Man, that's going to be a big fight. Um, couldn't host football without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, it's just you got other things in place now that you didn't have when they left that might hold back that stadium being built there. But... Football-wise, I mean that's 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 the home of this team, that's the heart of this team. Right now, somebody did open heart surgery and forgot to put the heart back in. That is the heart of this team. They go back to that site. You'll have that. Uh, it's like being being put back on an Indian burial ground. No pun intended. And that would I think that would do. That would give a a, a booster shot to the fan base. I, I really think it would. So my my answer is yes, but there's a lot of stipulations that come with a twenty, twenty three, twenty four build or announcement that that stadium's coming. It's going to be a lot of pushback, but the team needs that. And I think if you move this team to Virginia um, or anywhere else that's not accessible for your regular fans, it's, you're gonna you're gonna suffer Miami Heat syndrome, where you know. The stadium probably is going to be half empty. The more you push it out where people can't get to it, I mean, it's only so much people can afford. We're already paying, you know, $60 for a 12-piece of Popeye's. We ain't got too much more money to spend. So that's my take on it.
0: Yeah, um, I'm a little different. I think <clears throat> from what I've been hearing and just from what I know about the council, I don't think this is a viable option at all. Cause I don't think, I think they're gonna fight it more than anybody else. And it's mostly because the guys that are left, I think the only one that's really gonna fight for it is Kenyon McDuffie and um, maybe the mayor. And I think the, the mayor's gonna fight for it because she's gonna be on the side of making sure that she's not against it. So she doesn't lose those voters that's in place. Um, And then there's going to be people that are are able to take that hit from not supporting it because where they live, the people aren't, I mean, we got so many transplants that is this really going to have that same feel? You're not going to have the stadium rocking. um, You know, you're not going to build it with shock absorbers. So you get that balance or anything like that. Um, Even though that would be creative, but I just don't see it happening that way. Uh, I just, I just see so many pitfalls in the way of it happening that as much as we would love for it to happen. It just won't because there's going to be too many detractors from it. And I think really D.C. is going to be used to try to set up either the right amount of money from Maryland to get something done in Maryland or to get the money from Virginia. So that's why I see I don't see D.C. or RFK as a viable option. I just don't see them being able to put the infrastructure in that landscape to support a team because the are trying to talk about, oh, we want to – food and all this other stuff. I just don't see all that being in that in that footprint.
2: Well, I'm on the... And what's up to you, Edwin? I, I seen your comment, wasn't ignoring you. Good morning to you. Uh, glad you could be up with us. Um, I'm on... The Boss BJ was on both sides. The Midnight Rider says Pipe Dream. I say it's vibe. I've said that for four and a half, five years. You have to look at it as the football team, the commanders, the Ray's games. They come back to D.C., the amount of jobs it brings, the amount of revenue it brings back to the city. Now, this is a city complaining about losing money. You're, not, you're telling me you want to miss out on having a major four team come to the city. Look at what the Nationals did when they came to D.C. They were terrible, but they showed that they could sell out some games. Even though they were terrible and you had Christian Guzman and Alfonso Soriano, you know, Ryan Church, you had these guys. Who? But they still sold out games and they Ryan Zimmerman, fan favorite. He has a field named after him up there by the new National Stadium. You know, you, you, you bring back. The nostalgia. And it's kind of sort of like when the Ravens came to Baltimore in 96. People didn't know who to root for. They didn't know if it was okay to root for the Ravens. All the old Colts came out and was like, it's okay. It's okay. They They were at the games, everything. When you bring that nostalgia back, it makes it all right. People and see his thing when you have transplants in a city and the transplants are able to tell the city, Well, we don't like this. Go back to where you're from, then go back to your state and tell them you don't like it because we have a culture here. Every place you go, you go to North Carolina, you go to Virginia, you go to West Virginia, you go to Pennsylvania. Everybody has a culture. Don't come in and try to change the culture. Oh, we don't like it. Well, go back to where your license says and tell them you don't like that culture. You can't come into a city and say, we don't like that. You can't, don't do that. Oh, we don't like go-go music. We don't like the the, 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 the bars and everything on 8th Street. Well, you can't change that. You We don't like U Street corridor. That's what we have here. It's Redskins, Nationals, Horse and Dickies, and Five Wings and French Fries with salt, pepper, ketchup, mumbo sauce and half smokes that's DC and go-go music don't forget go-go music, that's DC you can't change that and Washington going back to RFK, it will pump so much more into the, the city money wise jobs wise just especially if they go back and start winning oh man, crops gonna be up stocks gonna be up You're going to be able to talk to your neighbor and borrow a cup of sugar without getting shot at. Everything's going to be good. Crime's going to go down. I don't see this as as not a bad thing.
1: Can I I elaborate a little bit more? If um, one, you know, that's what D.C. is. D.C. is transplants. And for whatever reason, the people that are here, that's a whole nother show, don't have as much power as the people that come here. So like I said, that neighborhood has changed since the Washington football team Commander Redskins played there last. Um, The other thing is on a positive side, if you do this stadium right, DC can host a bowl. Is it, you know, because you have to, you have to, and this is something I said, Buffalo dropped the ball on a retractable roof. I think that's something if you're in a bad-weather city, that's something you have to have to get a bowl here because D.C. has the infrastructure. There's no question about that. The infrastructure is here to host a Super Bowl, and that's something you have to – you know how much money? You know how much money? The stars are out in D.C. I mean, that's a whole nother ball game right there. But to the, the new owner, the pending new owner, I think um, the one way you could solve this is do what the L.A. Rams owner did and be like, Look, y'all fight amongst it, I'm putting up my own money. Do y'all want it? That that's how you solve it. Because the the return you're gonna get for that, if you do it right, you're gonna make your money back. I don't know, I mean I'm not a financial expert, but I would assume maybe in ten years, if that if the team winning sooner. If this team starts making NFC championship games and get media coverage, if they get a if D C gets a Super Bowl, I mean you make you're making your money back. I mean you, you're getting your stuff back. But what you were saying about certain things, that is for the new ownership to, to, to sit down and really kind of like, what do we need to do to get a beat on this team's history? Do, you, do they care about that going forward? If you care about that, then OK, we're going to incorporate certain things in RFK. Um, You know, you can't do everything, but if you can do some of the stuff, great. We're going to incorporate some of the things. We're going to, you know, make this a really, really, like, new historic place and and just, like, some place you can go and just be in awe when you walk in there. But that's for another show. But that's something that if you – once you take over something, whether it's a business or anything, you have to identify the strengths and weakness and the strengths of this team Uh, is something that Diane Snyder went away from is – kind of alienating the history so you have to bring that back and you have to incorporate that and i think there's so many things with this you just can't put a stadium up you have to incorporate certain things you have to it doesn't have to look like rfk but you have to have some aspect of an old school new school feel if that makes sense so we'll see we'll see i think it's a long ways away though i really do i I really think i and and midnight rider brought up a good point about the council i wasn't even thinking about i was just thinking about the residents you know and the city you know i mean they they basically gave a field to the soccer um team they you know of course the nats got a new stadium it's just like is there space down there for another stadium i don't know i don't know but you already got a site that's the thing you've already got a site nobody can make an argument that uh it's not gonna hold football no it's it's proven that it holds people in droves so now the point is just getting all the red tape which i think is probably as long as route 66 as much red tape as you have to get through to get this stadium approved and that's the unfortunate thing but money solves everything if that man comes and says hey i'll put up all the money or 80 percent of the money we just need approval i think it'll get through quicker
2: Let let, let me say this. I said something I think I was really, really insensitive. So let me apologize. I said, if you didn't like our culture, go back to where you came from. That's probably the most insensitive thing I've ever said in the show. So I do apologize. If you don't like our culture, fine. Don't try to change. Okay. Uh Don't Don't come in and try to change what's been our lifeblood for years so RFK is a viable spot it's ready i mean you could give uh you could give um the 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 what's the god i'm drawing a blank what's the soccer team the united the united Yeah, they don't want a couple mls cups and everything but you could give them a field and audi field i didn't even think it was space over there to put anything at audi field but you gave them that now i get it the uh the goal is to get a super bowl because that's influx of money now b i gotta i gotta kind of sort of disagree with you about the retractable roof here because how often do we get bad weather in, the, in, in January again? We we don't get that anymore.
1: It's not it's not about bad weather anymore. You're talking about today's NFL. The Super Bowl has to be 72 degrees, no precipitation. That's it. Doesn't you, you even if you come to a January February day where it's 60 degrees out here, it's raining. That's that's going to ruin. We're not talking about 60, 70, 80 NFL anymore. We're talking about new school nfl where they don't want to get dirty they don't want rain on the camera we're talking about a very soft nfl when it comes to the super bowl so if 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 it's february here at 18 degrees the nfl are kicking so the nfl a jump off a ledge if it's they get a super bowl brand new stadium here, it's 18 degrees and i mean we would love it you see the the, the, the breath coming out of they their face mask people shivering you know, but as football does, but it's not football anymore to the you know what the NFL wants to present. Close the roof, call us when it's seventy two degrees. call us when you got the, the the turf down the way we want it. You know, like I said, you can't argue the transportation, the transportation, the infrastructure, the hotels, the shops, the restaurants, the shopping, you name it, it's here. That's, the only thing they need is a stadium. if they don't have a retractable roof. It's not happening. That's Buffalo, Buffalo okay. don't have the in, Buffalo don't have the infrastructure. But they get they, ah. they shot themselves in the foot. One because their team is not a '90s and '80s team anymore. It's a high, fast-paced team. So you would want to close the roof. You keep that up to help you know facilitate that. But that's a whole other show. I'm gonna go into that. Well,
2: think about when the Super Bowl was in New York, and the Super Bowl was Sunday. And they were afraid that the blizzard was going to come before the Super Bowl. And they were talking about uh, postponing the Super Bowl a week until the blizzard came or making it a week early. But the blizzard didn't come until that Tuesday. And it hit New York hard. It hit that MetLife area hard. But I get that. And, you know, the NFL panicked. But I'm like, why are we panicking? We've never canceled a football game for inclement weather. This is what it's about. And. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm thinking of how the game is supposed to be played. That's one of the things about the NFL. They don't cancel they cancel the game for lightning. You know, they'll postpone the game for lightning. But weather, any other weather, man, ain't no game getting postponed. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But I get what you're saying. And if they can make that happen and they wind up getting a Super Bowl i think that's probably one of the greatest things and it'll be early on in the new owner's regime if they can pull that off i think that'll be the greatest thing that outside of a super bowl that'll be the greatest thing they can do as a owner
1: well just, i'm sorry i may not ready go ahead no go ahead, go ahead go ahead no no i just want to say something real quick i'm hoping that when they do the demolition for rfk if y'all can't see my profile picture new york yankees trash truck i'm thinking they at least have 40 or 50 of these i'm hoping they could bring them down here to help facilitate the trash leaving rfk you know rubble and stuff. they probably they're pretty they're pretty pretty sturdy you know new york has a lot of money so those probably got upgraded axles you know better hydraulics they probably could crush the the steel and stuff so i'm just hoping
0: that they send those down here to help that's all You, you want a rebuttal? Don't get mad at me because
2: I got 27 world championships, 40 pennants, 20 AL East titles. Don't get mad at me. Check my goddamn resume. We winners. What do you say about your team?
1: Absolutely nothing. We don't have the payroll to do all that.
2: Exactly. Just um, slandered, and Edwin. This is this is why, bro. They they've been ganging up on me like the last three shows, and
0: it's not even fair. It's okay. This um, since we're on the topic, I mean, I don't want to belabor the point here, but as of right now, the Yankees are nine games back in the standings. Yeah. Just want to give you that quick update, just so everybody you. knows. And say some I some some responsible reporting. Thank, Thank you facts yeah. that might be part of become a segment each like, where are the yankees in the standings but um back to this rfk thing um it has to be a retractable roof because if you guys are talking super bowl if you're talking final fours if you're talking all that stuff those things have to be in place for that to happen you can't you can't do it with an open air stadium it's just not Um, feasible and allowable. So that that automatically puts the retractable roof in play. What we need to hope for is that um, Philadelphia kind of pushes back on this new stadium or this new building for the 76ers. um, And that will hopefully keep money in um, Josh Harris' pocket that he can use towards the stadium build as opposed to spending money up there in Philadelphia. So we get to a crux where because he owns three, two other sports teams, you know, Finances go other places. So we got to make sure, Hey, this guy has enough um, backers to help um, get us the money for what they're building. And the other question I was going to ask, and this has kind of had me um, concerned, is where where does the training facility go? Where does headquarters go? Like if you put the stadium in Maryland, do you stay in Ashburn and still have this crazy drive? Do you build it in Bowie? You know, do you build it somewhere else? Like, I think that becomes the other question because you can have the team in DC, but then where, where does headquarters go? Um, what are you doing in terms of the fields? You know, are the players gonna feel comfortable um, having their families in the city? I mean, these are all things that we got to start taking into account and start thinking about. Go ahead, fourth place.
2: Let me say this. <sighs> You don't move, Redskin Park. You leave Redskin Park where it is because no, here's the thing. No, it's it's too hard to find housing in D.C. No, none of these players want to live in an overpriced efficiency in D.C. You know, if we we know this ain't '80s football, this ain't '90s football. That ain't '90s D.C. Housing in D.C. is terrible, terrible. And those those that live in D.C. know what I'm talking about. You you you. We old enough. Everybody that listens to the show, watches the show, joins the show, comment. You all remember. You can go to DC and get an efficiency for two seventy five, three fifty, and that was a deal. You get a one bedroom for four twenty five. My godmother had a two bedroom that she was only paying four forty four, but she also moved in at sixty eight. So from sixty eight to two thousand three, she wasn't paying five hundred dollars for a two bedroom. There, there's no more affordable living, even for an athlete. You know, you're talking maybe 10K in rent just for a high rise in D.C. Nobody wants to pay that. When you go out to Virginia and buy you a house that's got more square footage and everything, keep everything outside of game day in V.A. Only drawback of V.A. is the taxes. But when it comes to housing and commute, Keep it in VA. Keep Redskin Park where it is. Do not move it. Because if you move it into, let's say, Bowie, you find some place in Bowie, uh, Upper Marlboro, something like that, you kind of throwing everything off because it's not like with the Bullets slash Wizards when they were, you know, all the players lived in Mitchellville and Upper Marlboro and stuff like that. It's not like that. Keep it where it's at. Because it works out better for them because that commute, think about it, they don't commute by personal vehicle to the stadiums on game day. They do now, but they didn't used to when they were going to the RFK. They came in, they stayed at, um, what was it, the Marriott at Dulles Airport, and they caught the bus in with police escort. So it wasn't no traffic for them. So keep everything, don't move. Do not move Rayskin Park again. We've already moved it once. Don't move it again.
0: But you gotta also think about the commute home from the game. I mean, they're not these players aren't getting a bus ride or police escort out of this out of the stadium. They're they're getting in cars with family members and sitting in traffic on two ninety-five or four ninety-five. Um, so this isn't this isn't the luxury. That's why we're talking about maybe being home a little bit closer. Because, why play a Monday night game and not get home till three o'clock in the morning? You know, why play on a Sunday and not get home until six o'clock after a one o'clock game or seven o'clock? Because you've been sitting in traffic. Now, you hold on. You
2: got experience with RFK. How much car traffic did they used to have to deal with coming out of RFK?
0: I've never complained about it. It's because they were winning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, a simple it's thing Like, I, like, I, I remember most we, we, we sat in North Cape's parking lot For about an hour after the game um, Just to let traffic get out Just to let people go And do whatever Just to let people get out of the way You would sit there for at least an hour Maybe an hour and a half Maybe it's because my parents and them were partying I don't know But we did stay an hour and a half um, After the game
1: To, to what you were saying, right? To what you were saying, I think that, and this is what I was saying earlier about that RFK site. You don't have to put the stadium right exactly where it is. You have a ton of space. You can rebuild a stadium and have headquarters and training facility at this one central site. I don't, I don't care about where millionaires want to live. You, you, this is, this is, this is what, this is what good franchises do. They say, this is what we are, this is what we do. You go choose where you want to live at, how far you want to come to the stadium, and all that good stuff. And if you make it like the, the Wizards tra- training facilities up the street now from them, all right. Based on that, you, if you want to go live in Sterling, if you want to go live in, uh, Catonsville, <laughs> have at it. We'll see you at seven o'clock for practice. I don't care where you live at, um, but with all the space there, I don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't put Redskins Park there. Why you wouldn't put this is an opportunity for more money, more, it's more accessible. You can get right off the train, go to training camp. You get right off the train and take a tour of the stadium. Right off the train and 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 do whatever else that you could. You could suck. You can suck the the, the the money dry if you make this accessible. You can make a first-class, state-of-the-art uh, headquarters, training facility, the whole nine yards. Right there, you have the room. Because parking is a thing of the past. That's why I was saying that you'll never see this amount of parking again at a stadium. Parking is a thing of the past. So why not put And I know I know what it was, what it used to be. Joe Gibbs holding up the the, the, the trophy. It's, it's over. You got you to gotta consolidate and move into the future. And I think the future is convenient for the players where you have everything at one central location. Then they can decide where they want to go. You're, they're revamping certain parts of D.C. They might want to live in D.C. They might, they might start going back to Upper Marlboro. They might go to Arlington. You got Arlington and Alexandria across the bridge. So it's just a thought. I know I'm in the mon- minority on that, but Yankee trash truck.
2: Here we go. Well, speaking of, Edwin says, uh, "Where the gnats?" And I noticed everybody got quiet with that. Uh, he also said the uh, the Wimbledon men's single match is getting interesting. I think it's the championship.
0: It is. It's um. Jokovic, and I think it's Alvarez or Alcatraz, something like that. Alvarez or Alcatraz. Something like that. <laughs> Speaking uh, of t- – No, but he's actually – the kid is um, – I think he's 20 years old, so they're billing him as, like, the the person of the future, the next person to kind of take the helm at, um, in men's tennis and kind of run with it. So uh, this is actually maybe a passing of the torch. So we'll see.
2: Well, Xavier says it is Alcatraz. Um see
0: good job Jay.
2: I'm looking at uh bless you. I'm looking at RFK Stadium overhead on Google Maps. And you, you're you're right. But here's the question. If you I'll If you could uh what would you do? Would you take and put you could put um you could put uh it's a lot over in uh Anacostia Park section F you could probably put your your training facility and everything i'm telling you but but here's the thing what do you do with DC armory cuz DC armory is a,
0: a not, why,
1: why why are we why are we turn out DC armory
2: we're
0: not is i'm it, talking. you you have to you're going to you have to tear that down to if you're creating what you guys are talking about but the training facility and all that, you're gonna to have to tear that down to get some of that extra space. What, um, you
1: think so? Late, yeah. like, because was, you're
0: trying, you're trying to build. You're not building just a stadium. You're building. You're trying to build experience. stuff around the stair, an, an experience around it. So you got to think about all that, and then you got to remember you can only go one direction because you got the the river and the water on the other, on one side of you. So you can only expand so much. And, and, and I get that.
1: But I wasn't even thinking of, I mean, because D.C. Armory is historic. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about, I'm thinking about all of this and preserving D.C. Armory. Because it, it's a historic piece of, it's a landmark. I'm thinking they can do all of this and still have D.C. Armory sitting there as whatever they want it to be. Now, if they want to incorporate D.C. Armory and redo it <clears throat> and have that as the, uh, what's that thing the nationals have, the uh, pavilion thing? The bullpen the bullpen i mean that that would be cool too but i don't even think they need that space like i said I, does anybody know at the top of their head how many parking spaces rfk had total
2: hold on um, I, get it.
1: I thought i tried to look it up but it's you know it's i'm gonna say that has to be at least 10, 10 000 spots at least
2: yeah i think it's more than that
1: yeah i, I thought so too Yeah, this is because this is going to turn into what the what a Poland did with uh then at the time MCI Center, where we got you know parking for the elites, but the rest of you peons came coming on the train (laughs) and y'all walk here, how get here, how y'all get here, and I think that's what this is going to be. Um, you know, FedEx was built in 96, you got the parking around
2: there that nobody Um, uses,
1: yeah. I mean, it's a if you've been to FedEx before, you know that is a nightmare. If you go park in there and you want to get out, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's an experience. And just like the Midnight Rider said, with the RFK, you 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 might as well sit there and have a beer and let that traffic then out because it's you know it's no way, it's no way. You you're not get you're just going to be frustrated. And just put put a cooler in the trunk with some cold ones, and you know. If you, if you come out of a one o'clock game, four o'clock game, put the radio on, listen to some of the four o'clock game, and then leave out. But, um, you know, back to the point, I, I wasn't even thinking about touching D.C. Army. I mean, that's a good point. What do you do with that? Because you want to incorporate, like K.G. said, you want to make it so that you want to try to make it so that this is a spot you can go. Like, like, like the Nationals did for Southwest, go down there for lunch, Go walking, you know, you do it, it, rebuilt that M Street corridor. So, can you make that where Stadium Armory is? Can you redo that site where people want to go there for lunch? Where people are out, where they already bless you, bless you where they're already out jogging and stuff,
2: but you just make it more uh, scenic. Well, they, and, they're doing that now because they have uh, the skate park and the playground and all of that around the stadium, they have all of that. y'all
1: looking for the parking spaces too
2: yeah i was i can't find it
1: i want to i want to say it in, in if somebody's watching that knows i want to say they had 20. i want to say they had 20 20k in spaces in parking spaces i'm not 100 sure i wish i knew i wish i knew i need i need that's when we need somebody that I, I thought that was KG. I thought we had somebody that spit out facts and historic facts. He should have known the number and by year what what spaces were added, and he could tell you a Google Earth the 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 longitude, latitude, um, I, and latitude and it. everything. It.
2: <laughs> it's uh, I didn't hear words you said, but I think we're looking at uh 17,000.
1: 17, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I mean that's that's a lot of parking. I think that goes down to five, ten thousand spaces with a new stadium. But here's the thing. Okay.
2: Now you know what they used to do in the RFK parking lot. And uh Edwin says Alcaraz, not Alcatraz, Al Now y'all know what we used to do in the in the RFK parking lot. Y'all know y'all remember the farmers market. They used to take up that whole parking lot on Saturdays. We still got to have enough room for that because that's still going on. Still got to have enough room for that. So don't, 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 don't kill a parking too bad. But I think 10,000 parking space. I think that's entirely 10, 15,000. That's too much. Cause especially when you got public transportation right there, you got buses, trains. Now you have Ubers, you know, When you make, when you think of parking, make a ride share lot where all the Ubers can come in and drive in, drop people off, and drive on out. You pick people up in that same lot after the game all day long. Cater for the time. That's all. All right, fellas. Uh, as much as I would love to talk architect talk with y'all. And I think we get, I think we're going to keep revisiting this for the next foreseeable future, because number one, it's a good topic to talk about. And when you're from the area, you want to see your area do well. So let's move on to the next topic. Kevin Durant versus Ryan Davis comedian Ryan Davis, funny guy. Stand-up shows amazing. Uh, the way he breaks stuff down. He 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 broke KD down like a shotgun. He broke him down like an M16. Hell with that. Because KD made a comment about him not being funny. And he dug in the KG sh- uh, KD shit so bad about his entire career. Um, start with the Midnight Rider. This may not be a big sports talk, but did he tell any lies?
0: He didn't. He didn't tell one lie at all. And the beauty of it was sometimes you don't go in, like you don't go into the dog house to piss off the dog because you don't get bit. And I think that's what happened with KG. KG went into an arena trying to carry this dude, trying to talk down to this dude like he was going back down. And then he really just got this dude bringing out his whole arsenal, breaking out everything that's happened with KG, breaking down basketball because he does the – they do like a court show where they talk about uh, MJ versus LeBron. I think it's called Cancel court or something like that. So he has a lot of this information at at hand, and and all he's doing is just repeating something he might have said before. So it's amazing um, just the shellacking – and the downright disrespect that he gave KD. Um, and KD deserved every minute of it because he shouldn't have been over there trying to like trying to call this kid out and talk down on the kid.
1: And, and it goes back, we've said that everything Ryan Davis said to Kevin Durant, we said on this show. And whether you believe it or not, he's a hundred percent, not 90 percent, is a hundred percent right about everything he said. And this maybe and kevin durant does this a lot in people's comments and this is something i don't like uh that players do you know like stephen jackson does a lot oh you didn't play the game so you didn't know you don't know you can't tell me this that another yeah we can because we watch it and we might not have played at your level but know a thing or two but that breakdown he did <laughs> man i don't know if kevin durant a jump out there again because um that that right there is just a systematic breakdown that that's what that was and i don't know if i don't you know i, I watched the video before we came on air end i'm just listening in awe and it's like no lies told and i told y'all i don't know when we talked about it. i think it was in the whatsapp chat i said you know this guy went from probably being a top 10 player of all time to just being one of the guys now, you know, with his last couple of years of his career. And then we talked about the whole Phoenix move and like, you know, Ryan Davis made a good point about the defense. Like I told y'all second round, they're gone. Like that team, that team ain't, you know, you know, whatever. But that Ryan Davis thing was beautiful. I wish we could tag him. That was beautiful. That was a piece of, that isn't what comedians, that'll, that's what actors, that's artwork that needs to be framed and signed. YouTube should send him a plaque for that. That is absolutely beautiful. And it's it's the truth And every, whatever you think about Kevin Durant, that's the truth. That's the truth. His career is what it is.
2: I'll say this, overall, Kevin Durant will be a Hall of Famer, but he has so many since 2020. He has so many blemishes on his record. Well, no, let me take that back. Since 2019, because he missed a 1920 season. But he has so many blemishes on his record since leaving Golden State. it's, It's unfathomable. Like, you couldn't make it work in Brooklyn for three years. You go to Phoenix. And he only played eight games in Phoenix. Eight games. And y'all, you got you D book and CP three and y'all couldn't do nothing. I thought he was the one that will will teams to victory, but truth is truth. And they say the truth hurts, but uh, I don't think Ryan Davis did any, said anything wrong and you bring up Steven Jackson and I, I, I I'll, I'll say this I love Steven Jackson's activism and what he does but I'm starting to see him with the makeup on and I do mean the clown makeup cuz he says some things and he does some things and I'm just like dog why are you even doing that like you a 40 year old man like you you older I think we all the same age. But
0: bro, why?
2: Anyway, that's another show for another time because I can go in on that. And I'm 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 it hurts. But anyway. Um I don't think Kevin Durant will jump out there with anybody else because he has a habit of of doing that on Twitter, like, every time somebody says something about him, he always has to jump in the comments and say something, and I'm like, everything don't need to, every action don't need a reaction, you don't need to say that, hey, Ross is here, hey man, don't you worry about it, you say you had to go to the store, uh, we picking up Sunday dinner, I mean, it's a little gloomy outside, but we put the tent up, you know, we can throw some chicken, and get a New York strip and you know, we can just throw something on the grill, do a little something, you know, ain't got to have much. We ain't got to marinate it. Just let it cook a little bit. Just a thought, just a thought. But I don't think, I don't think Ryan Davis said anything wrong. And if KD tries to clap back again, you know, cause you know, most players, when you clap at them, they clap back with, Oh, I got this many amount of rings. How many you got? Well, I got the same amount of rings you got because I went and had mine made, you know, because I actually have my my favorite NBA championship ring of all time is the 93 Bulls ring. Had it made. So I have six rings plus a Super Bowl ring and a couple World Series rings. So what you want to say? I got rings in every sport. I think I'm gonna take a picture with all of them too. Let's take a picture just sitting there with all my rings on. I ain't got enough fingers.
1: I'm about to say you don't have enough fingers with the, the
2: Yankees championships. Man, I'ma have to I'm to have to be like Joe. You could three on a ring.
1: On I mean ring. because I mean with that massive payroll, you could have a surgeon put another hand here and a hand here, and then you could just flex them all. Yeah. I mean cause that that's what money does. It buys things.
2: But it's well within the rules. Don't get mad because my team got money and yours don't. Hey, I mean. Don't get mad because we free spending and y'all are tight balls.
1: Still got championship
2: though. A championship. You got 26 to go.
0: Well, this set right here in this tennis match is this point has been going on since you guys kind of started this argument this is this is must see um, this is definitely going to be a pass on the torch. this kid is gonna be problems for for time to come or years to come. where are they at in the, in, the, in the match So they're in the third set it's three one um, it's um, 40 40 in the set and they've been at this point probably the last five minutes they just kept going back and back and forth
2: mm. it sounds like great tennis. And Ross said he making chili today. This is a perfect day for chili. See,
0: see, this is the... All right, so chili. Have a divert a little bit. I feel like chili is a cold weather thing. Maybe it's the way I make my chili, but I don't do chili in July. But Not chili dogs? Anything? Nah, not really, because I'm not a big hot dog guy. Like, hot dogs, they happen, they happen. I'm not... Burgers, man. Uh, we do our burgers. We do our burgers from ground beef. We don't buy the, the the made frozen patty. We do we make our burgers by hand. We do the good old well burgers like um Eddie's Murphy mom with the peppers and everything. We do all that.
2: Oh and man. Chili is a cold weather food. We all say it is. Uh, everyone said chili is a cold weather food. We all say it is. Uh, chili dogs later in the week with leftovers, yes, indeed. Now, since we on I mean, the topic- you can
1: pretend. You can pretend. You can turn the heat up in the house at eighty and <laughs> sit down. <laughs> so,
2: you know. Now, on the topic of chili, here's the great debate for everybody:
0: cornbread or rice. Well, me, I use rice, and that's that's more so. Um, I'm not a big baker or whatever, so it's just an easier thing for me. I don't have a preference. Whatever the wife cooks, I,
1: I don't have. Whatever's in there, I, usually I just it's just chili standalone. I don't I don't need anything with it. If it's good, I can eat it by itself.
2: Now, see, I I, I uh, I'm partial to cornbread but I have to stay away from the breaded foods. So I'll get cornbread once and every other time it's got to be like a, a, a little bit of rice, just a little bit of rice. Um, Ross says cornbread most of the time. Not a, it, it, The thing is, it's no wrong answer. I just want to know what everybody does. And my wife, uh, she'll cook uh chili and she'll you know she cooked the meat and everything and she'll put it in the in the crock pot and let it simmer and let it settle down and you know we go do stuff and all of a sudden the house is smelling all good don't get me started you know good cold weather food but see'm I'm, I'm a country boy so when it come to cold weather stewed tomatoes and hot biscuits man ain't nothing better when it's cold You get your your can of honey butter biscuits and you put them in, you get them stewed tomatoes, season them up real good. Take that biscuit, put that hot butter in the middle of it, let it sit for a second. Then you open it up, take that stewed tomato, put it on top of it. I guarantee you in 20 minutes you're going to be on the sofa asleep. Trust me on this. I've done the research. And last but not least, our final segment for the day. Midnight Riders problem with dot, dot, dot. Cal Ripken. I had to go back through the roller decks and find out. I was like, why does Midnight Rider have a problem with these people? We talked about Ed Jones. This is a summer
0: topic. Why do you have a problem with Cal Ripken? Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's not a, see, everybody takes it as a problem with Cal. It's more so a problem with things that I've seen happen with that involve Cal. So, and I also take it in to a point where I incorporate Cal in the argument for Barry Bonds. People talk about steroids and all these things. And I'm just like, well, if you're not tested for how does a guy, one person play 2,100 consecutive games and nobody else is even close to that? So what was he using? Or was this all natural? So that's just – it's a question I ask just because I think I'm i am well within my reason to ask that question. I've also been to a couple games and, like, seen the ground ball to go past Kyle and instead of it being the E, they, get, they made a hit, and there's no way it should have been a hit. Like, no, no score taker in America or keeper in America should have scored that a score hit, but because it goes through Kyle's legs, it's a hit. And then Chan Ho Park, he grooved that fastball to him. I don't care what you say. For that All Star Game home run,
2: the Iron Man. What I used to call when I was younger, my pal cow, one of my favorite players. You know when he moved over to third base, that immediately took Derek Jeter to the greatest shortstop of all time. It did. Don't shake your head, please. No, it,
1: please. not did. even, not even close. It did. And i and and I'm probably. Not even by a long shot, the third baseball guy on here. Not, not even close. <laughs> not, not, not even close. Like you can't even see that in your rearview mirror. <laughs> not even close.
2: Okay, let me, me rephrase that.
1: that. Let me now, refer- i'm But here, here's the thing. If you put a little bit of money in my pocket. I might, you know, look at this hand, and it's something in this hand, and I might throw away with what's in this hand there has to be something weighing his hand down. And that's, that's Yankee talk that's, to me.
2: Derek, let me rephrase that. Derek Dita became the best shortstop in baseball when Cal moved to third base. I'll call it that. Nah. Who, was so. Who was the better shortstop at that time?
1: Wasn't A-Rod playing shortstop?
2: A-Rod wasn't shit at shortstop compared to Gita Let's go. Who? A. Rod. He was okay.
1: You're saying at the time a, in, in baseball when in Kyle baseball Moore, at that time. Nah.
2: Derek Sanderson, Jita. the always... best shortstop in baseball at that time.
1: We losing you, Midnight Rider. There you go.
0: So there's you... um. How am I say this? There's two times that I think Kerry, Derek Jita into infamy, it's going face first into the stands, and the throw to get um, Giambi or whoever was at the plate. Those two plays in the playoffs, because of where they happen, puts Jeter in in folklore history. Um, that's it. So you overlook his regular season stats for those two moments. It's more than two moments. He's re- he's a okay. Like I said, I am the.
1: I'm the third baseball guy. By like y'all, 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 are in D.C. I'm in Alaska. Okay, but no, it, it's different when you get to see a team all the time in prime time, and you get to see a guy all the time. But that don't make him the best. He was good. He was a good guy. Good, good, good. You know, he did the, you know did good for the Yankees. He came in clutch for the Yankees. But the best, I don't think. I don't know. It might be the Jay-Z debate where is there a time when he was number one throughout his career? I think that's what this is. Top five? Yeah, top three maybe some years, but I don't know about number one.
2: Uh, Ross says, um, so I'll ask this. Could Cal have used some enhancements to be able to play the whole streak? I'm not accusing him, but I, I I think it's just natural. I always thought it was natural, but when you say enhancements, are we talking illegal enhancements, or are we talking, you know, what was that? Uh, Brady Anderson took creatine and he hit fifty home runs, and they was like, "Oh well, we're banning creatine," and then he did. He just never really equaled up to that again. Are we talking that type? Are we talking something a little stronger?
0: I think it'd be any anything. I mean, the problem is it wasn't testing.
2: Mm, okay, I never I never thought about it like that. I mean, that's fandom for you. And I agree with this, Ross. I don't care what anyone says. A Rod is not a Yankee. He played for the Yankees, not a Yankee. I agree with that. I guess so, like he didn't he didn't endear himself.
0: So then, what's um? I'm gonna say that. Because I have that same thought about Le- um, LeBron. He's not a Laker.
2: I can agree with that. But he, Now, he has endeared himself, but you think of LeBron, you think of LeBron more as a – I think of more – he's a calf, if anything.
0: Right.
2: He, he could be a
0: Heedle, but he's a calf. He should never be on any all-time Laker, like, oh, these are the five greatest Lakers, and he's in that conference. No, he's not.
2: Because th- – People calling him the greatest Laker small forward. I'm like, did you forget about James Worthy? Did you forget about Elgin Baylor? You know, come on. I, I just, I, I don't, when you got players that move teams so much, that's like saying, uh, I'm trying to think.
0: Tom Brady's um, the greatest Buccaneer quarterback ever.
2: I'll take that. There you go. You can't say that. They didn't. No, no, we're not doing that. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But back to Cal. I don't understand. It's a lot of players you bring up. And you you just say no. You know you have a, you have an issue with, it. and I don't. I, Cal Ripken was one of the ones that blew my top off. I was like, I don't understand how anybody can not like Cal.
0: He plays for the Orioles, man. After 1986, when we were promised the Padres, or um, not, yeah, I think it was that year. It was like 86 or 88. It, it was I was done with anything Baltimore.
2: And I'll I, I tell you something crazy. I fell in love with black bats because of Kyle Ripken. Like I always wanted a black bat because of Kyle. Just, just saying, just saying. And uh, Ross said, "Agreed." I, I think that was about uh, a Rod and LeBron and them not being Yankees and Lakers, respectively. They just played for him. So, I just, man, mm, mm, mm. it's just it, it boggles my mind that you got a problem with Cal.
0: It's all good, man. There's it's, more. There's oh,
2: more. It's way more. I mean can not I j I can't I can't uh I can't for the life of me understand why the boss BJ has such hatred for the 27-time world champion Yankees, but I mean it, it could be because of the heartbreak. And I, I get that. I tried to call and console him. He wouldn't talk to me for three days. Because I tried to call and console him after the Aaron Boone home run. I tried to call and console him. He
1: wouldn't talk to me. I'm waiting from, uh, for a call from NYC Department of Transportation. I need to know how many of these trucks are roaming the street. <laughs> That's, all I That's all I need. And I need to know if, if they make parking cars. I need to know the extent. I need to know the web of this, where it goes, what other vehicles are tagged with this. I just need to know. That's all.
2: And Ross says, uh, I respect Kyle as a Yankees fan. Can't like like him, but respect. I get that. I get that. See, I'm I'm surrounded by like-minded people, and then see when I noticed when Edwin here and Ross here, y'all don't really gang up on me like that because I got backup. But when I'm by myself, y'all always want to jump me. I always want
1: to jump me, man. Always. Let me let me ask you this. And this is gonna sound Dallas Cowboy ish. How many times have you been were you born in New York?
0: No. I hate this argument.
1: Oh uh, okay. Family from New York? No. You been to New York, you been to uh Yankee Stadium?
2: Yes. That, oh, when I Okay, um,
1: just trying to figure out what his love for the Yankees came from.
2: Love for baseball, '94. Bernie why Wayne. Not love, why not love the Orioles?
1: They up the street. You talk about Memorial Stadium and the Colts all the time. Yes, I do. You could tell me. You could tell me what color the seats were.
2: Yes, largest insane asylum in the in, in the country. Largest oh, outdoor right. insane asylum.
1: Baltimore has always had a, a great culture for baseball. And why mm-hmm. not why not jump on the Baltimore?
2: Because <clears throat> my rebellion as a child, my godmother was a huge Orioles fan. She taught me the game of baseball. I seen Bernie Williams swing a bat. And if I'm not mistaken in the lineup, it was a outfielder named Danny Tartable. Used to wear 45 for the Yankees. Okay. I got, uh, I got, my uh, my cousins had this game, Major League Baseball Players Association. Baseball. It just had the teams and the names, but it didn't have the team names. So it just had the city and everything. I used mm-hmm. to play with the Yankees. And I would play with the Yankees, and nobody could beat me. And the Yankees weren't good in 94. They weren't that good. And then I would play with them and the Mariners, because I would play at Jay Puna, uh, John Olerud uh who else is on that team uh Tino martinez. Martinez. Yeah. you know i used to oh, play with them. and of course both
1: martinez on there was both yeah. martinez yeah, Edgar
2: too and i i played with them but i played better with the yankees and i did better and i was like yeah i'm a yankee fan and then my godmother used to always tell me she said i think you're a success and you're growing into your own she said my only problem is i think i fucked up by teaching you the game back at baseball And you're a Yankee fan. She said, that's the only problem that I think I've had raising you. And I used to always tell her, I said, well, my love for the Yankees grew even more when I seen Derek Sanders and Gina. I was a big DJ fan. And I just, I can't see myself liking anybody else. Everybody else either liked the Orioles or the Mariners or the Braves. The Indians and I was like, yeah, I, I can't run with those. I'm not a. I didn't run with a bandwagon team. They didn't win a championship until what '96. I had been a fan for two years already.
1: The, the Yankees are a bandwagon team, no matter what year, just because of their history. The Lakers, the Lakers are a bandwagon team. And I should the have the Cowboys. Been a the Cowboys are. certain teams that are just are bandwagon teams because of their history. And don't get me wrong. You know, that lore and that history pulls you to them. But, yeah, I mean, the Yankees already had how many championships in 94? How many championships did they have in 94? No, 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 no. You took too long. I don't want <laughs> <laughs> to hear it now. I don't want to hear it now. I don't want to hear it, Mr. Historian. I needed that right away. I, I, I want to hear it now.
2: Ross says Edgar Martinez. Yeah. Edwin says uh, Yankees are the greatest sports franchise in the universe.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: not 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 for me. Born in Queens, New York, nobody in my family is not a Yankees fan. Uh Ross says first book I read was a story about Bay Root calling his shots against Charlie Root. was a Yankee fan since Thurman Munson was my favorite player.
0: And see, yeah, I was I, a big boy. You know, that's but actually this is actually a show topic. Like how did it you is. how did you pick your team? To a certain extent, it
1: is yeah. it absolutely. It absolutely is. So we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in this right here.
2: Hey, <laughs> I'm with that, you know, because and we can go through college football, college basketball, and the four major pro sports, and that's your show right there.
0: Yeah, that is your show. We gotta we gotta make that we gotta make that a highlight. That can nothing can happen on Thursday. Next Thursday is all oh, goodbye, Dan Snyder. Yeah. Um, so because Tuesday we got our
2: hip hop segment. Uh, Thursday is the it's a party. Dan Snyder's about here, so I guess we can try to slate that for next Sunday if, if we still not talking about Dan Snyder.
0: Oh, should we the I, uh, um, I forgot the how we got to the hip hop topic.
2: I will go back and listen. I know we got it.
0: So now can we really talk about what I have a problem with?
2: What do you have a problem with?
0: The NCAA. Tennessee has 200 infractions, violations, and they get get an $8 million fine, and that's it? We know what this is. You're not putting that football team that has the possibility and the ability to make the college playoffs next season. You're not putting that on probation. That's really what it is. If this was if this was some sorry fourth rank fourth level college football team they would have the booked on them they they'd have probation for the next three or four years but because Tennessee is in the big back s e c and they possibly could be a team that represents the conference in the college football playoff uh just we'll just charge you eight million that's it like this I've never seen a case like this where it's this number of infractions and we're just giving them a fine. It doesn't make sense. It's about as dumb as when they take away victories from a team. Like, oh, we found out 10 years later that Les Miles had um, violations, so we're going to take away the trophy in 2015. How the hell are you going to do that? I saw him get the trophy. Are we going to take that off the record books? You can't. You can't. It's in the record books. It's some little kids in, in some country when the opposite whoever's going to see beating that and that thing, he's wearing their championship squad, the t shirts. This is it's ridiculous, man.
2: The punishment doesn't fit the crime.
0: Well, it's just like, and they have this history because they just they swept Duke and all those other teams in that LSU scandal. They swept all them under the rug, and only only people that got punished were the assistant coaches. The second you heard Duke's name come up, we knew there was gonna be nothing done. Of course, of course.
2: Thank you. I I, I feel your outrage.
0: Ah. Uh. Oh, by the way, Alcaraz won the third set six one, mm. so and he's up one nothing in the fourth. Okay.
2: Well, we've come to the end of our show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for getting up with us, uh, Edwin Ross. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate the love. Hope to see Thanks y'all on Tuesday. Because uh, I'm I'm sure with these two between them it's going to be some yankee slander. So we got to stand up against them. But uh make sure you like, subscribe on all streaming platforms um YouTube that way you don't miss nothing. So it's been a pleasure. Everybody enjoy this Sunday this rainy rainy Sunday. And um Ross, don't eat too much of that chili, man. We, we you're gonna be in a in, in, in a in a in a itis coma. You're gonna be sitting in the, in a recliner out. But enjoy it though. So for the midnight ride of the boss B jam the big guy KG, y'all know our motto. We don't do no overtime, y'all. We are out of here.